On March 16th, we were so excited to head to Brittany's 12-week ultrasound appointment. We were ready to hear our baby's heartbeat for the first time, and we were going to announce our big news to our daughter, Ella, when we got done with the appointment. Our excitement quickly faded, though, as the doctor let us know that she was unable to find a heartbeat and that the baby only measured nine weeks. Our hearts were broken as we left the doctor's office that day. We then went over to pick Ella up from my grandma's house. When we got in the door, she told us that she had drawn us a picture. And when we looked down, we saw that she had drawn us this picture of a rainbow. In that moment, we felt like God was speaking to us and reminding us that he was there and that he promised to walk with us on this journey if we would let him. The loss of our baby has caused a grief that we've never known, but we've also felt God's peace and his presence every step of the way. And that's how we've been able to get through this together. Well, thank you, Joel and Brittany, for sharing your story today. You know, just hearing their story, I don't know about you, but it gives me courage and it reminds me of this generous God who helps all of us. And just as God assured them, he assures us, all of, all of us today, that he is here and he promises to walk with us on the journey if we will let him. Well, today I want to welcome you as we begin our fall journey called Recover Your Life. And I think this is a really great topic for us this fall because we all know life has been so disrupted this year. In fact, I wonder, have you found yourself saying, I just want my life back? <laughs> Can you relate with that? Uh, you know, I think uh, we, we keep thinking that uh, and hoping that just around the corner, things will get better, whether it's when there's a vaccine or when the election is over or when things can finally get back to normal. But like it or not, we all know that there are some vulnerabilities in front of us and our plans are still fragile. No wonder we find ourselves frustrated and weary. Do you ever think about how great it would be if you could just escape all of it? Do you ever think about that? To get away from it all, to catch your breath, to leave all the crazy behind? Now, as you are watching online today, I have a question for you. I want to know if you could pick anywhere in the world that's your ideal place of escape, some rest and relaxation, I want to know where that is, anywhere in the world. Or who knows, maybe you want to leave this earth and go to the moon or wherever you want to go. But would you post that in the comments right now? Let us know where would your place of escape be. And for extra credit, tell us who you would be with. Maybe a best friend or family member or maybe all by yourself. 
You know, we all like different kinds of things for some rest and relaxation. For some of you, you might choose a tropical place where you can soak in the sun. Others of you might want to go to the mountains. Some of you might want an adventure for uh, a time to escape. And, and some of you might want to just sit and be still. Well, I can tell you, for me, I would want to go to my favorite place in the world, and that's the Oregon coast. Now, I'm sharing a picture with you. Any of you know where this is? This is Cannon Beach. This is Haystack Rock right there on the Oregon coast. I love being there anywhere on the coast in Oregon. Oh, when you can feel the wind and see the power of the waves, the beauty of God's creation, and enjoy long walks on the beach, I'm telling you, there is nothing like it. I'd love to be there right now kind of fun to think about places where we'd like to escape. Because the truth is, for most of us, when we are overwhelmed, we long for escape. We feel we need relief. We just need a break. If we could get some rest and could get our strength back and our perspective, then we'd be ready to re-engage and able to survive the crazy. And there are certainly times in our lives when respite uh, is a great gift and absolutely necessary. But even as we daydream about escape, even though that's what we may be longing for, the reality is in our world and at this moment in time, for 99.9% of us, it's not an option. That we're stuck right where we are. And so I'm asking today, if that's the case, then what hope is there for us? How do we recover life? Is it possible to find a way to persevere, not just surviving, but finding ways to thrive through this time? Is it possible in the midst of the crazy and the frustration and the exhausting times to actually experience freedom and peace and rest? Can we be in our circumstances, even if our circumstances don't change, and not be overwhelmed. Well, Jesus says it is possible. In Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 28, in the message, Jesus says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Doesn't that sound wonderful? What great words of Jesus these are. This is the, the theme verse for this, uh, for this journey that we're on this fall. It sounds like Jesus is inviting us to, to take some time off, to enjoy a day of rest in the hammock, in the shade. But here is where it gets surprising. Jesus continues, walk with me. And work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. What I think is a bit startling in these words of Jesus is he begins with this invitation to rest, but it turns into an invitation to work. Now, Jesus is providing a path for us here, a path to follow when we are exhausted and overwhelmed. And his invitation may surprise you because the antidote is not 
escape. The antidote is to engage. Jesus invites us to experience relief right in the midst of our circumstance, not in the absence of our circumstances. If we look at the same invitation of Jesus from the New International Version, it reads this way. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'd like for us to think a bit today about this key image that Jesus gives us in this text. It's the word yoke. Now, in Jesus' day, farmers used a yoke, which is a kind of collar, to link two oxen to each other. You can see the picture there on the screen. Uh, there's a cross beam connecting the animals so that they can combine their strength, so that they can pull together. Then the yoke is attached to some other object, like a plow. And then when they're connected by the yoke, these two oxen work together, pulling whatever burden is attached to the yoke. Now, a yoke is an image of work. It's harnessing the energy and the potential of these powerful beings. A yoke was created not for rest. A yoke was created for work. So if Jesus was offering rest to us, doesn't it seem like what he should say instead is, throw off the yoke and be free? Well, in a sense, Jesus was saying that. Uh, in the invitation that Jesus says to come to me, uh, uh, he recognizes the, the burden. In fact, he invites those who are weary and burdened to come to him. Or in the message, those who are burnt out by religion. You see, uh, this is an echo of other teachings and other moments of Jesus where Jesus was pointed in his criticism of religious rules that oppressed. In fact, uh, in Matthew chapter 23, when he was speaking of teachers of the law and the Pharisees, he said this, They tie up heavy, cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. In many ways, Jesus was wanting and inviting to free people from that kind of a yoke, that kind of a yoke that says that, that just following all the religious rules is what's required of you, and that's what matters most. But you see, what Jesus was teaching here, what Jesus is inviting, is this idea that, that true freedom that Jesus offers is not the absence of all rules. After all, that would be chaos. True freedom is not the absence of all rules. It is the presence of the right kind of rule. See, the answer that Jesus is giving here for us and for our weariness is not the absence of any yoke. It's the right kind of yoke. The yoke of Jesus is easy. And here we find Jesus who gives us this image of rest through an image of work. And that leads us to consider this idea that, that relief from the things that overwhelm us most has more to do with how the burden is carried rather than the weight of it. 
the solution that Jesus offers for weariness is to yoke ourselves to him, to walk in step with him, to engage. Jesus said, walk with me and work with me. Walk how I, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Today, I'd like to ask you two questions as we consider this invitation of Jesus. The first question is this. What burden are you carrying? I think most of us have a heavier load these days. The weight of decisions, the lack of control that we may feel over our lives, trying to persevere through days that often just feel like trying to wade through a swamp. Everyone has something big going on. And today, I, I simply want to invite you to pause and acknowledge in the presence of your heavenly Father who loves you the weight of the burden that you're carrying. Maybe it's a burden for yourself or for someone that you love. Perhaps it's the weight of grief or fear that looms large or a marriage that's unstable or being estranged from a loved one or financial stress or deep questions that are unanswered or weariness as you lead through a difficult time. Today, I invite you to acknowledge that burden that you bear in the presence of God. To pause in his presence. And to imagine that Jesus is looking at you face to face. As he looks into your eyes, he sees you and he knows you through and through. And he cares about this burden that you're carrying. As you imagine that today, it brings me to my second question. Who is walking with you? Are you carrying your burden alone? Jesus invites you to another way. Let's think again for a moment about this image of a yoke. Remember, the, the purpose of a yoke is to link together these living beings to combine their strength so that they can work together to pull the burden that is attached. You know, farmers would train young oxen by partnering them with a stronger, more mature oxen. And the job of the younger ox was simply to follow in the same direction and keep pace with the teacher ox. The older ox pulled most of the weight and led on the right path. I love that picture. Imagine the yoke of Jesus. Imagine yourself being yoked with Jesus. You know, the truth is, the burdens that we bear, these are rarely things that we can escape. There are, they are circumstances that we can't easily change. But what if we do not have to carry those burdens alone? What if we were walking with Jesus, doing the work together? Imagine yourself 
being yoked with Jesus. Imagine that he is training you and teaching you. And be reminded, of course, his strength far exceeds your strength. So guess who is carrying the weight of the burden? He says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Yoked with his strength. Yoked with his grace. Yoked with his wisdom. Yoked with his kindness and his encouragement. Yoked with his mission. Joining him following his lead. See, my friends, he is inviting us to endure and and to engage with him. Jesus reminds us, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, Jesus says. You are yoked with me. See, this is Jesus. Jesus, who is our Savior, our Messiah, our Redeemer, the Emmanuel, God with us. He is the Son of God, the incarnate. He is love drawing near, moving towards suffering, dwelling with us. And this presence of Jesus, it changes everything. So I want to ask you today, are you ready? Do you want to recover your life? The path has a name, Jesus. I want to remind you today that one of the ways that God designed us to experience the presence of Jesus is through the gift of one another. You know, as believers in community with one another, the the scripture calls us the body of Christ. Think about that. We together get to be the body of of Christ. And God's great design is that not we not that we follow Jesus in isolation, but that we follow Jesus in community with one another. And when we come together in the name of Jesus, we experience his presence. So today as we begin this spiritual journey, as we accept this invitation of Jesus to walk with him and work with him, to watch how he does it, we discover that we recover life. And at the heart of this journey is connecting with others. Now, I know that our Sunday gatherings look and feel differently than what we've been used to. And there are many things that are adjusted. But I want to remind us today, there is so much that we can do together. We can go on this spiritual journey together this fall. So I want to encourage you, my friends, be a part of a small group this fall. Uh, Pastor Ben has been helping to set the table for us. And I believe that, that what you'll experience in a small group is very simple. It's very practical and will really help you connect with one another. Uh, I think that it will be an awesome way to recover your life. In fact, I want to tell you today, I really believe that being a part of a small group, being in community with others this fall, is one of the greatest soul care investments that you can make right now. And I want that for you. I want you to recover your life through Jesus.
So I encourage you today, uh, sign up for a group. If you haven't already, uh, you can go on our website. You can go on social media to find those links. If you have any questions, send us a message or give us a call. We'll be so glad to help you out. You can sign up for an existing group or maybe you want to create your own group. That's great too. Some groups are meeting in person and some groups are meeting online. And you can even just call a friend and meet over the phone. And I know as I speak to those of you watching online today that, that we're so glad that we have many people who have been joining us who don't live in Michigan. And we're so glad that you're here. And we want to invite you to be a part of this journey as well. You can jump in on one of our online groups or maybe you'd like to start a group with people around you where you live. Uh, we're glad that you are here too. Friends, wherever you are, Whenever you find yourself today, I want to invite you to accept this invitation of Jesus to begin this journey today. It's the invitation of Jesus from his heart to yours. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Will you pray with me? Our gracious God, we're so grateful for the way that you love us. We're so grateful today for the awesome gift of your presence. Thank you, God, for inviting us to recover our lives as we walk with you and work with you and watch how you do it. And God, I pray for each person listening today that today would begin a, a, a journey of recovering life. Lord, we ask for that in the name of Jesus. You know us, you see us, you know the burdens that we are carrying today, and you know the ways that we are longing for life, that we are longing for renewal. And so we ask, God, that you would do what only you can do in our lives and in our hearts, because we know that you are good and you are working for good. And so we walk with you with grateful hearts, and we love you. It's in the name of Jesus, our Savior, that we pray. Amen.